Hi, I'm Charlie, and this is TV in the Kitchen, a post-episode recap show where I'm joined by my friends Sean and Sam to break down the latest series. Currently, we're reviewing The Last of Us. Episodes will be releasing every Monday until either the show ends or there's a real-world apocalypse that prevents us from recording. Thanks for listening. The Last of Us, episode 5, aired Friday night instead of Sunday night this week, so we're probably, we're taping this Saturday, and... Still going to go ahead to release Monday morning like usual. Because apparently people don't listen to podcasts on the weekend. I guess that makes sense. But yeah, let's let's break it down. I, I really liked this episode. I, I thought this was like one of the strongest ones so far in terms of like action and and uh, just kind of showing the might of of this world's like threat, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it was a big bounce back episode for me as well. I did like just seeing... These I don't even know if they're called zombies, but the what what are they the called? Infected. The infected, yeah. Seeing them in action yes. is a nice balance of like the more dramatic stuff with that action packed finale. So big bounce back for me, and I think the Joel Ellie dynamic was just a lot stronger when they can play off other characters. Yeah, I liked Ellie's interactions with Sam. I thought they were really yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, I think this is exactly what I'm looking for too with spending more time with the um with other characters besides joel and ellie so like having sam and henry there like to introduce the, that dynamic um and then also like taking some time to spend time on like kathleen and that like weird faction was cool although i didn't really like kathleen's faction in the end i thought they were like a little bit over the top um because yeah. that's a well, total change from the game. Let's use that and jump right into the first scene where Kath. Well, first it shows like the riot scene that shows like them, uh, I guess, like kind of taking over the city. And uh, yeah. then Kathleen is like talking to all these prisoners. And I, yeah, she was a little over the top, like talking to them she, all. Like, like, of, like, she was a bit of a cartoon villain, but I, I like <laughs> yeah. that, like, kind of like villain of the week. <laughs> she, yeah, it kind of works in that sense. That's a, that's a good uh, that's a good way to put it. Um, she's like talking to all these like these these prisoners. Like she's like teaching a kindergarten class, and just like her tone, I thought that was hilarious. She did feel like she reminded me of one like an elementary school teacher so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely it. <laughs> I love that line she gives uh, when. She's like, okay, just kill them, and then the guy's like, no, no, I'll talk, like, and just like reveals the information, and then she says, um, like, uh, like in referring to like him giving up the information, she says, like, of course you have, you're a rat. I thought, yeah, I thought that was calling, calling them rats was great, and it's just nice. Um, I guess it's a little bit different than those first two episodes where you had like a flashback all the way back to the start of infection, but I do like like having the starting point of an episode be a world building thing and then like slowly moving to Joel and Ellie. I like that structure. Yeah, totally. Kind of, yeah. uh, kind of terrible to see them like execute that entire room of people though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they didn't, they did it off screen. Yeah, sure. So we didn't have to witness that bear, but yeah, totally. Yeah. So like you said, Sean, like, so like very cartoon villainy. Um, it's a change from the game. Like the, like this, like scenario is not how, Sam and Henry are brought into the story, but I did think it was a cool way to bring them into the story that was more, a little more interesting than what happens in the game. Um, but uh, one of the most interesting changes, which I really liked, was that um, Sam is deaf, which he's not in the game. And um, hmm. I watched like the 
post episode, like behind the episode thing. And the actor who played Sam is also deaf. And it's just cool to see that like they, um, you know, just like brought that element into the show. Um, definitely like a ref- another refreshing and creative um, decision that they made to make to stand, uh, I guess, like to stand differently from the game. Yeah, to like, I guess, keep the core parts intact that make a small change. And I did like the um, showing Henry struggling with communicating with the reality of the situation to Sam. And I guess with him being deaf, it's like up to Henry to find a way to communicate it with Sam. So I really like that dynamic when they're like in in that room and he was trying to tell him like, hey, you should paint and brighten this up. That was like a really good brotherly thing they had going. I like their the relationship a lot, and uh, I like that um, as opposed to uh, to Ellie, who's like a bit more jaded. Sam kind of has this like younger like innocence to him, and uh, I liked Henry like trying to trying to help him hold on to that as best as possible. I mean, obviously he's he's more familiar with death than I think kids at his age might be, so it's uh, it's a bit difficult. But I mean, yeah, just like like you said, the getting the to draw and paint was a nice touch. Something I wasn't sure of, because I know in a, our starting point was Boston, and there they had, like, walls all around the city. Did they just, like, not have that in Kansas City? It wasn't in the budget. They spent it all on the golf courses. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think um, they pro- it probably wasn't... It seemed like they're, like... so, And they describe it later in the episode how... Like they they had run all the infected underground, um, and like apparently like early or at least like they said like early on in the when as the quarantine zone was being formed. So it seems like and they described like the rest of the city outside of the QZ as the open city. So it seems like the the QZ was a little looser in the borders, and you could like go into parts of the city that were like technically outside jurisdiction, but weren't necessarily. I don't know. They didn't have like structure there like they would, but um, yeah, it definitely wasn't as like locked down as Boston. It seems like it would be like, I mean, how they kind of mentioned it, like, oh, they they like drove them into the tunnels and then they like they they took them out, and obviously we find out later that they that wasn't true. But they did not do that. They did yeah. not do that. Definitely but it not. seems like it seems like they should. Me, yeah, it, it feels like, like it would be terrifying to just like like an. They're not like those slow walking Walking Dead. Like one could just come in and you could be outside getting groceries and they could just like sprint at you and kill you. Like I don't know. It doesn't <laughs> seem like smart uh, policy to not have at least like some kind of fence. But no, definitely. Yeah, it seems it was they were cutting corners there. Um, <laughs> classic Fedra, I guess. But yeah, definitely like a weird another. Uh, digression from the game too is just how they emphasized like this brutal like federal quarantine zone like you don't really you don't really know much about other quarantine zones in the game's perspective and you don't like interact with people who are from other quarantine zones so I thought it was cool that they just like continued that world building in this episode mm-hmm. in a creative way yeah they did this thing that I don't like when shows and movies do where they they kind of highlight that this oppressive group is like so terrible and then try to spin it 
into like, well, the rebels are just as like a both sides are bad kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, I never like so. I like, never like when shows yeah. do that because it's like, oh, they were terrible for twenty years, but but these guys are bad too. And I don't know. That's just yeah. like a pet peeve of mine in the show. Like, yeah, it's like the most cliche, like, like a very like centrist, yeah. like it's everyone's yeah. fault type thing. No, but, totally. <laughs> that's a small yeah, side. It's so cliche. But, I think yeah, it would have been like, one I thing. I don't expect much from like uh, yeah. the writers that are on the show in that respect. It, Not no offense to them, but like I know like the Naughty Dog writer who wrote The Last of Us, um, and also I mean I'm guessing like the guy who's like an HBO writer who's along for this. They both like kind of seem like of that like political ilk to just like take a neutral quote unquote stance by like having like the both sides thing going, like you said. I like that take. That's 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 an interesting perspective. Yeah, because I think it would have been keeping it as like a kind of everything is driven by Kathleen's like wanting revenge is one thing, but showing like the just brutality in the beginning was a. I thought it was interesting how like Perry is just like like just willing to like do all that stuff for her. I kind of expected him to be like more like on edge about like you know massacring a whole room of people, but like how he's just like. Like, oh, we all loved your brother, but, like, you're the one. You know, like, you're, you, yeah. you, like, you made change happen. And it's like, like, really? Like, <laughs> this guy no, like, that they're describing, Michael, like, seems, like, great. And it's Kathleen yeah, just seems make, like Yeah, him sound like he was, like, some, like, <laughs> like, Gandhi or something. <laughs> I know, Kathleen I know. Kathleen is just, so funny. like, clearly very evil. But, but, but he's just, he's, he's, like... Yeah, like, that guy, like, he wasn't strong like you are. Like, kind of that, that, that sort of speech. Yeah, and, like, the whole, like, mission doesn't really make sense to just, like, go after a guy and, and his little brother who's deaf. And when, like, they had clearly have, like, so many other things they need to, like, be focused on. Having, like, <laughs> is that our seventh overthrown the Tundra. What, what did she say? She's like, <laughs> she is, said... that, is that your seventh priority? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that was exactly are you it. kidding me? Yeah, so, like, it's definitely far-fetched that also... I thought, like, Perry was going to end up, like, killing Kathleen, actually. But it was weird that he was just, like... Um, he was ride or die. Totally loyal. Yeah. And so, yeah, that didn't really make sense. But, I mean... Yeah, it, it it is kind of fine. I guess it was fine they used that to drive the plot forward and all, but um, it could have been better. But yeah, but, but it was that good was to see Henry and Sam though. They were like they're really great characters. Yeah, and this I episode. think I really enjoyed with them. them. Like the comedic stuff in this episode landed way more to me. I love the um, like Henry and Joel dynamic. I know Henry seemed like just like a guy I know when. He would, they were like holding like gunpoint, and he's like, "You said in that in a really weird it's way, a, man." That's a weird and, fucking uh, tone, man. <laughs> it's a weird fucking tone, man. and it was a weird tone. He was Zingerfest played that really well. And then he like once again delivers it in like a different kind of sketchy tone, and I like I liked Ellie's line, like that's just the way he sounds. He has an asshole voice. <laughs> I know that was so funny. Yeah, I thought that was great. I really liked. Uh, I really liked them both this episode. Um, it was cool to Ellie see. A, yeah, it was cool to see a recap of like the shootout scene from a different perspective. Because last week we didn't really see what actually happened there. It was just like Ellie hiding. Yeah, it was Ellie's. Yeah, and this Major time, seemed pretty good with it too. He he's got moves, man. We like he's he's a killer. No, he's crazy. Even we will get to the last scene. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I love I love how like abrasive Joel is to these people, and he's just like, "Look, we ate, we didn't kill each other. Let's call this a win, a win, win." That's like that's like the ideal human interaction in this world, like a like a completely silent meal and moving on. It's like we had like we had a a dialogueless dinner. We 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 occasionally glanced at each other. I think I've had my human interaction. I I gave your little brother like half a granola bar. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And no one died. Yeah. 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 No. Totally. And then it moves on. Another great scene was when Henry was like trying to tell Joel his plan and like like, trying to sell him on it. Yeah, he's like lying so many times. It's like, no man, it's good, it's good, trust me. Uh, That was great. I loved him, uh, him like just being like, "Oh yeah, they they cleared it," and like it was like uh, three years ago. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah, it's, so it's like definitely not something you want to lie about in this world. But I guess just like people are cool, cool with like taking the infected not seriously. <laughs> um, I, I like the, the so they moved down to like the underground settlement. Yeah. And- yeah. Totally. You get that like nice scene of Ellie and Sam. They're like playing soccer, reading comic books. So, yeah, Savage nice Starlight, scene. which is the comic book they're reading. That's another. That's like the comic book. Uh, I guess. Um, like. That's brand. like the Marvel that's, DC kind of equivalent. Yes. It, yes. Okay. Exactly. In the in the like the Last of Us universe. Um, and it's it, yeah, it's like Ellie actually has like a bunch of copies that she talked about like in the dialogue in the game. So it's cool that they stuck with that um, as a little reference. I thought that, I I thought the comic being like such a clear like metaphor for their world was a little on the nose, but I still, I mean, I got, you know, it was, it was cute. Yeah, definitely. I think, yeah, I think they pretty, yeah, I guess like the, the whole, like the line that they said, the endure and survive thing was goofy. But yeah, um, yeah. that's just a reference to the game. I, I liked her like using it as like a way to like you know uh, to to get him to feel a little less afraid. I I I thought that was great. Yeah, it was a yeah. it was a heartwarming relationship, and then it was nice too because you could like kind of split up. Like Joel and Ellie are still together, and they're kind of like observing each other, but they're like split up in terms of the dialogue scenes. I like Yeah, it makes it it's much more dynamic that way. I think that it plays better and it keeps things fresh without having to focus too much on Joel and Ellie for mm-hmm. the whole show. Uh so moving on to Kathleen is like in her childhood bedroom. And uh she's kind of telling the story about Michael. What did you get uh well wait, hold on. Is that Sorry, no, it's first off it's Henry tells the story about Kathleen. And like, and how he like sold out Michael. Yes. What did you guys think of that story? I mean, it's it seems like I I like I don't know his his motivations make a lot of sense to me, but he I mean obviously I think both characters' motivations well actually Kathleen's maybe a little bit less, but I could see where both of them were coming from. Like I, I understand yeah, totally. Henry is like I don't know he like wants to like save his his little brother and. uh I mean, it's like, it's sure, probably wasn't the best thing to do, but we also, like... You can, like, like, tell it's, like, weighing heavy on him, too, though. Yeah, and it's, it's, I mean, yeah. Yeah, like, he calls himself, like, worse than a rat, which, I mean, a rat seems pretty bad in this universe, so 
Um, I don't work with rats. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Yeah. I don't know. It just created like an interesting thing about, I guess, like the places that people have to go in this like post-infection world. And I think that's like always a common theme in like zombie stuff, going all the way back to like Night of the Living Dead. It's like who are the real monsters? You have the actual like zombies or whatever, and you parallel it with the decisions that the humans are like forced to make in the face of that. And I think that's like a big theme in the series. So um it was it was an interesting thing like having Good night of like, yeah, good good comparison there. Yeah, true. I, I know was, it was like a very broad comparison, but I I think Yeah, just, but those those were like the first zombie movies, right? Those uh like that trilogy. They like brought zombie stuff from the mainstream, but I mean okay. just yeah. I mean Night Night of the Living Dead ends with like if if uh it, it like the whole like last minute twist is that there's this guy who's like kind of been like saving people throughout the whole movie but when like the like government force like shows up to like finally help him they just like shoot him because they think he's like a zombie and, yeah uh, no exactly yeah so i mean yeah that's that's definitely and you can see like the inspirations of that still like carrying on in, in pop culture and i it's awesome good reference and then, so I guess now they move on and we get to that great climatic final scene. I love yeah, the, the... Start with the old man sniper. It's, it's like... It's dark and he's shitting. That, that's, it's so refreshing to see just people like missing shots constantly. Like it was in the shootout last episode too. Like, I don't know. It's a great thing to see not everyone being like John Wick out there. It adds to the realism of it. Definitely, unless you're Tanya from the White Lotus. Yeah. In which case, you ne- in which case you never miss. <laughs> Tanya Wick. Tanya Wick. She had her eyes closed too. She was like sobbing. I know. Listen, when <laughs> when you when you have like the vision, you don't need your eyes open to hit shots. True. It's true. It's true. Um, but yeah, I thought this was a good. I thought this was a good scene. Again, it's another reference to the game a bit here too, because there is uh, Sam Henry. Uh, Joel and Ellie, they are there's like they have to navigate like a sniper in a in a building and like basically the same exact setting as what's in this episode except it's daylight. Um, it's not related to like they're trying to escape from people. I think it kind of is, um, but yeah, I thought it was funny that like it's another thing that they kind of they're kind of bringing in from the game, just like some fanfare. But I liked how um, then like. Like it's like it's it was kind of insane, but it was good that Kathleen showed up with this, like this army of people, like Dude, fully strapped. The suspense to, like, when down two people. Yeah, the suspense when you're like hearing her voice on the radio saying like we're on the way, and then like Joel like starting to like yell like run. It reminded me of um like one of the last few episodes of Breaking Bad, just like the kind of like like shootout scene in the in the in the desert when you like. When you know, oh, when like, you realize they're on the way. When like Walt like calls in the neo Nazis and just like knowing that these guys are like going to arrive any minute and there's just going to be this like wild showdown. It, yeah, I, no, just like that, that sort of. Good, I, I love that sort of show. thing. I also, it was great when like that uh, the like snowplow was like chasing after them and seeing like again like Joel had to like take four shots. Yeah. Before he got hit, that was cool. That was oh, yeah, yeah, that was that was tense. The snowplow, yeah, that's. Um, yeah, he did. He did 
uh, up his game, though, when yeah, all, all of a sudden he's hitting every out. shot. Yeah. He was, if that adrenaline has just boosted him forward, I mean, that was crazy. He went off. Except for when that one was like trying to like crawl into the car with Ellie, and all of a sudden he yeah, can't hit anything point, anymore. <laughs> he's yeah, he's, he's, he's used he's up. He's lost. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like you know in like the old call of duty games when you're like in the sniper for too long you start getting all shaky it's like i think that's the exact thing yeah <laughs> definitely that's, that's, that's such true. a good point he had to hold his breath he had to hold he his, had to breath, hold his breath, breath for a second yeah wasn't there he, he he forgot to like put on the perk that lets you hold your breath longer otherwise ellie would have been fine there yeah it's also had like an right. ammo issue at one point so he had a lot going on he did but, yeah he's gun jammed Anyways, like yeah. they arrive, and then Kathleen gives like a little speech. I thought it was tense. I thought she was gonna like kill him on the spot there. Yeah. Something that was kind of weird to me about this scene is so the three of them are behind this car, like six feet away, and she's like kind of staring into the air. Like it seemed like she did couldn't pinpoint where they were. She was like yeah. kind of saying like you should come out of there, and I'm like, how did she not know? Like, you hear the voice. She I had her guys like spread right out, now. and they just like did not check that one car. No, it's so crazy. Like I'm in this ten foot room, and I'm just imagining like someone like right outside of my door, and me like not being able to know where they're coming from. Like that was a little bit bizarre no, to me. It's a small thing, but I, don't no, know I, feel, like, I feel like I feel like you. Sure. I feel like you always have to consider that in movies, like it's probably like a bit darker than you're thinking it is. Unless, if like That's otherwise, true. otherwise it's like you end up with like a like a battle of Winterfell situation. Yeah, it's about like like you hear the voice and you can kind of pinpoint. Well, he doesn't you know, talk like, for a bit, but I guess they like they kind of like ran off. He, just, he didn't say anything for a while, right? No, yeah, but even after there was a point where he'd said like, don't hurt the kids, I'll come out and they, she still didn't seem to know where it was. Yeah, I thought that was really weird. I think it's just like a little... It's, it doesn't matter. It, it's meaningless, there. but it was funny yeah. to me. But, she but just, yeah, it was she doesn't have good, good game sense. No, maybe not. Clearly. She needs headphones. Um, <laughs> I think, um, I thought it was weird that she didn't kill him on the spot either. Like, right when he stands up, it just seemed out of character. And because, it especially did. because it happens again at the end. But uh, it did seem like kind of heavy on her mind. Like, because I know her brother had told her to forgive. So I think she was like still a little bit conflicted about it, maybe. Yeah, I could have bought that more if she didn't just immediately say like while she was having that conversation with perry like i'm not like this like i'm cold-blooded and blah 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 so like if she like had said if she had more if she had voiced more of like concern about um like what she would have to do then i could buy that she wouldn't have killed him right away but it didn't really make sense to me because the whole this whole just tracking him down in the first place was already like it's gone so far it'd be weird if she didn't kill him right away I so, thought I thought but, the reason might have been that she wanted to torture him. Oh, that that's a much. Uh, no, I can see that too. I didn't even think of that. I thought my thought there was that she would want to torture him, and like she would start doing something cruel to him, and then Joel would just shoot Henry or something, just to like let put like kind of like a put him out of his misery thing. Huh. Like in yeah, like yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen the last of the Moh- Mohicans, but when like Daniel Day Lewis like shoots like the the. Uh, the, the British guy to like someone he's being burnt alive. 
Yeah. Yeah, that sort of thing. Like, like on his, gotcha. like, he's, like, got the kids, and he's, like, on his way out, and he, like, takes the shot to, like, put Henry out of his misery so he can't be tortured, and then he, like, gets away. Didn't they do that to, didn't they do that to Mance Raider, too, in Game of Thrones? Oh, yeah, John, yeah. doesn't John? Yeah, John does it. Except, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, that sort of thing. Yeah, good yeah. point. Uh, that's, that's a much more like culturally relevant <laughs> reference to <Yeah. laughs> yeah. and there there's some last of the Mohican fans out there for sure a great movie um, definitely okay so then all of the infected just come out of this like yeah hole and that was so I guess they were all just like wait do they I guess they uh, they sense people off like hearing yes yeah. okay so that's why they were yeah, just kind of like chilling gone. underground and like the, the I truck... guess so <laughs> like, okay hmm? What's what's going on up there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was definitely yeah. They ch- tracked it, and there was just definitely... the truck caused the sinkhole, I guess, or maybe they were like digging up in, uh, out of the ground, and that caused the truck to also sink through. That... It was yeah. It, I, 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 the infected don't like operate like that in the game. Um, like in like that massive like horde like coming out of the ground sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I never seen that like that, but it was a cool element for this scene in particular, just to be a catalyst for just this bloodshed that broke out. It, uh, it was such a great shot. Like all the, like the guys, like just spraying them down with their guns as like, they continue to pour out. And like, it's just such a good demonstration of like, I mean, these guys like just a minute ago seemed like, so like macho and like powerful with like their squad of like, like 30 guys with guns. And then all of a sudden it's just like, you see like, like how little power that actually has in this world. Like yeah, when no, all yeah. them are just like coming in and uh let's talk about fucking giant zombie was up Yeah, I wanted to say that too. I love the design. Like that zombie was crazy to me. Like yes, yeah, I don't know, it seemed a bloater. It seemed just like unstoppable. Like that, I don't know what yeah, I don't know what game. Beard Guy's plan was. Yes, yeah. When so, yeah, that, he, that's like the biggest type of zombie in the game, in the first game, oh my god, is the bloater. And you, I think you, I think there's one or two encounters with the bloater in the in the game. Um, but yeah, basically, you just have to shoot him a bunch and like throw a bunch of like Molotov cocktails onto it, and then eventually, like, you shoot it in the head enough times, and then it dies. But it that thing was not going down in this episode. Is that, I was uh, just gonna go recap. So it. That I Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna ask, like, how does that happen? Is that just like a guy who was like a bodybuilder before he like had like you bench like three hundred, and then when so, you yeah. get infected, you become a bloater? Was, like, it's supposed to be rock like uh, fused, <laughs> like, between rock. multiple. I think it's like multiple infected, like fused into one. So it's not. I mean, like, yeah, you can't really tell from the way they designed it. But could it I just think be Shack? Like, I guess so. Maybe, yeah, maybe it is just Shack that just like became infected <laughs> and. Took over his whole body. Yeah, but I was really expecting multiple people getting infused. Sorry, go. I was just expecting a cliche scene where, like, the beard guy was like, he would be picked up by the bloater and he'd like take out a grenade and like go out with him or something dumb like that. So I'm glad it just showed him. I don't know, getting bodied. I feel like he Uh, he got got his head ripped apart. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I need a little bit more attachment to a character for them to get that scene. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you need like like Aragorn to like fight that the bloater in that scene. Like you need like Yeah, you need a main character. You need I think like a, yeah. anything below like fourth in screen time, it's not cutting it. Yeah. 
All right. Yeah, so they go through this whole fight. There, Ellie is scrambling to get away. They get she gets separated from Henry and Sam. Joel is in prime marksman shape, and uh, <laughs> when, when it's convenient. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then yeah, Ellie has close calls with the kid clicker, which was pretty crazy to see. Yeah. Um, and then. Yeah, like it just—it's really just like a a zombie, just like chase scene, and kind of like a John Snow in the middle of the Battle of the <laughs> Bastards. Like people, like there's like trucks like driving through, like people running <laughs> around getting killed, and like Ellie's just like scrambling and surviving around it all. Um, but yeah, and then she like gets over to Henry and Sam and helps them get out, and they. Not to use her knife because she used all of her ammo, like shooting backwards blindly at the truck. But yeah, but she was good with this the knife. This is why he didn't want her to have a gun, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> like it's true. There's and also I- a scene earlier where when they first go to the tunnel, she like takes out her gun and she seemed like so happy with herself for like a brief second, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> That's good continuity, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a nice like ongoing thing in the season, like her and her gun. So Kathleen catches up to them. That's a, oh, that's another like kind of like cliche is like the yeah. like, the ratty villain like catches up to them at the end and it's like ah I got yeah. you now. Like, like, killed, like, right before and the then they beast. die from their own ignorance. Like, yeah, oh. that that so was crazy. that was a bit of, yeah. So bit of a like you said, just cartoon villain and. She's out of the way. I, I thought I don't know, I thought the actress was really good and I thought it was an interesting character. I agree. But yeah, just like certain moments with the Yeah. I thought like the actress looked scenes. great. I just think yeah, I thought she was a little poorly written and like their her storyline didn't play out super well. But yeah, I thought the actress did did a great job. Um but yeah, so they escape and then they are held out in a house nearby and Ellie and Sam have so like they eat dinner and they're going to bed and Ellie and Sam have a um a fateful scene where you realize that Sam has been bit or scratched or something, probably just bit, and Ellie tries to heal him with her blood, which is different than what happens in the game. Because in the game in the game, well first off, in the game Sam is not deaf and he's older. He's like closer to Ellie's age. And they have like a conversation, like in this house scenario where they he talks about like do you believe in heaven like do you think like all the people who are infected are like now in heaven and blah 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 and then she like leaves him to for him to go to sleep on his own and the next morning well he it's like revealed that he has a bite on his leg and the next morning he's it's the same situation but i thought this like scene with ellie trying to heal him was interesting and i and it, it seems like it opens up more of Ellie's understanding of her role, like it'll it'll make it so that she's, as the story progresses, like she's kind of more pessimistic about what she can yeah, uh, about she like, can like achieve blood. I guess, yeah, yeah. I don't know what she expected. Like you'd probably want to do a blood transfusion, not just like rubbing the blood. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. like what? Yeah, like does that work? I think that's good. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It makes sense for that to be like what her movie is not really knowing. I thought how. there though that like I thought like a leg injury meant that you had like weeks of time left. So I thought what they were gonna try to do was like try to get him there with her. Like she would kind of like secretly like not reveal his injury and like they would try to get him there without revealing it to the to the yeah. Adults. No, I think 
Yeah, I think maybe because he's so, like so young and he's small that it would take him over quicker. Um, hmm. But I, either way, like it, it really is like I think pretty immediate that you start to turn. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So rough ending for them. Um, yeah. Next morning, it's really Henry. Rough. Uh, yeah, they. Ellie wakes up. She tries to get Sam's attention. Sam is turning uh, as he attacks Ellie. Henry shoots and kills Sam. And then he's obviously shook as fuck. And he turns the gun on himself and kills himself. Yeah, just like and, a yeah, that's brutal, just how it plays. Yeah. brutal ending. Awful thing yeah, to watch. I... In the game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you usually don't see that kind of violence against kids. No, totally. It's definitely like a shocking scene, and I think it's it's a good way to illustrate just like the dread in the world of The Last of Us and like stuff like that is like have been happening for twenty years. So yeah, um, just another good way to illustrate just the the just the to show you why Joel is so like down about the world. Yeah, um, you know, I bet you, I mean it's not that he's seen that same scenario before, but he's probably seen things just as bad. Um, so yeah, it's just, it was really brutal. And yeah, I think, I think like, so after I watched this episode, I watched like these cutscenes that happened in the game of the same scenario and they did a really good job in the show. Like I loved it. I thought they did as best as they could, but it is better in the game. <laughs> like, I think like, just, I don't know. I- I'm obviously biased towards it cause I was such a fan of like when it came out, but it is a little more emotional in the game. Um, the just the last moments, but all the actors did a really great job in the scene, and they definitely sold it. I almost feel like it works well as just like a maybe less emotional and more just like kind of like you said before, dreadful, super sudden, yeah. And it's and it's like it's kind of like the same deal with like how we were talking about like maybe Perry didn't deserve that ending, but it's like like these characters we just met them, and it's like I think in the sense that like they just came in to our lives in the show they kind of just have to be ripped away like that and i think that's almost more powerful for like a an episode of television and i think it, it, yeah. it kind of works yeah oh, i yeah. think it, it worked too because they just like did a great job in like maybe like 40 minutes of screen time like establishing the really strong relationship that these two had and i guess that was like kind of henry's only reason to keep going at that point was for his younger brother sure <laughs> No, totally. And yeah, and I mean, it is that, it is like the amount, the level of suddenness, I guess, is the same as it is in the game. If anything, it's actually more sudden because after the fact, like, there's no, like, burial and, like, sitting with, and, like, and them and Ellie and Joel, like, moving on. It's literally just, like, he killed Sam, Henry, like, when I say, like, more emotional, like, Henry's, like, voice actor and the guy who was doing the mocap was like a little more emotional like in the, in the moments before killing himself mm. it was just like he was like crying like more more obviously and i mean it was still like just as quick of a thing but right after he like shoots himself in the head like it's like a cut to black in the cutscene, and then you like Yeesh. jump you time jump like a couple a couple weeks and so i, oh. I kind of <laughs> wish that they just like cut to black the episode after he kills himself um because and because i think that is a stronger uh, be a wild ending yeah yeah but i get why they had like, oh my a god funeral to bring some closure because i mean i think it would have been better the other way 
I would have been so impressed if they ended it that way. Yeah, oh, me too. And yeah, I just like cut to black after game. Would have been great. Yeah. But, but um, I get why they did it with like Joel is like seeing the the damage that's like just like these kind of events are going to like cause Ellie. I I guess like the, the one thing that was different and actually this is my probably my favorite Ellie moment was after Henry shoots himself the cut to Bella Ramsey. Like she looks like really torn up and traumatized from the event. Like I just heard the expression on her face I thought was phenomenal. Um and I really liked uh that I really liked her acting in that scene. I thought it was great. Yeah, her and Pedro Pascal were both really good, and I think it just continued to show like the genuine concern that Joel now like has for Ellie, and it like brings them closer together. Yeah, yeah. So they they kind of end with this was like a really video gamey moment for me. Like Joel has like upgraded his inventory and now has like the sniper as well. Yeah. <laughs> so to the end, he has that. He has his primary and his secondary, and they just head <laughs> off to Wyoming. Yeah, they start their journey. Um, or I guess they continue their journey, but they start their long walk to Wyoming. So I've got... Um, oh, sorry, continue what you saying. No, that's pretty much it. I was just going to say, I guess like the one other point I would make is that so far... I mean, I, I really, I, I've, like, been enjoying the show, like, and as a fan of the game, like, I like the, the moments where they're staying true to it, and I really like, even more so, the times when they get creative and step away from it, but, like, in all the direct, like, scene-to-scene translations that they're doing, it, it's not as good as it is in the game, like, for the most part, and I don't think that's, like, anyone's fault, it's just, like, it was designed to be, like, the, those, like, scenes are, like, designed to be, like, really great in the game and they i don't know it's just like it, it it hits with like the voice actors differently than it does with these actors and it's nothing bad about the actors themselves like i think they're doing a great job but i haven't been blown away by the scene to scene translations yet let's uh i mean and on that topic real quick i just want to transition back to a conversation we were having last week about we we, we sort of brought up like the idea of like spending a season of television with two characters and we we had some like sort of back and forth on like what that takes and like what kind of chemistry it would take to pull that off and i gave a shitty answer so i'm back now and i have i i, I want to let you guys think about it for a second so i'll read off five that i came up with but i mean if you guys if you guys have any more to toss in at the end i think these are like five like character duos that i think are just like i i would love to like just spend like a 10 episode season with like a sort of like true detective esque sort of series. Are these characters from like different shows bringing They're them character- together? Or same no, show? no, no. It's the same show. Okay, okay. Same, I, was, same. I was thinking like a Tony Soprano, Don Draper. That's fair. That's fair. That would be sick, though. That would be a good combo. Okay, that's so fair. I have Walter White and Jesse Pinkman. I think yeah. that's the most obvious one. Like those, yeah, yeah that's, that's, like that. That actually did happen. That's basically. yeah. That's probably basically, like yeah. the. I feel like like the peak like TV duo of like a like a sort of Batman and Robin esque sort of like characters. Um, gr- uh, cousin Greg and Tom from Succession. That's a great one. That would be a fun. That would be a great duo to spend time with. One hundred percent. I feel like that's like the spinoff. Like every fan of Succession wants to see. 
My only thing with that is I feel it might be that they're a little bit like less effective when it's not like the kind of low dose thing that they have. You think so? I mean, I, I guess I, like a huge part of their dynamic is that they're like, like they're Tom like the side like, characters, they're like kind of like bottom feeders in a way. Yeah, no, I, I could, it could be, it could work though. I think where I was thinking, I would have liked to do like Kendall and Roman, maybe. Interesting. As Kendall and well, Roman would be another good. I one. yeah, I love their interactions, like and I feel like there just isn't. Folly. Yeah, and there isn't enough. Like I feel seeing them like just problem solve together. So like, I, there's like a lot of succession duos that would be good. Yeah, uh, I have two from the wire. Okay. I have McNulty and Bunk Moreland, who are like that's great. My my like favorite two characters to see on screen together in that show. Like every scene they have, I think is hilarious and just like it, like they have like excellent chemistry throughout the whole thing, as if they were actually like detective partners, you know? Yeah. Um, and then also Stringer Bell and Avon Barksdale from from the Wire. I would I would watch. That's- that is a good one because they only got they didn't I feel like we didn't see enough of them. Yeah, I'm trying to think because they're kind Those of are villains. Great. They are kind of villains. I feel they, I mean they are villains. Like they're the bad they, they, they're the antagonists. Well, <laughs> they're like, uh, it depends how you like look at it, I guess. They they are the antagonists. But <laughs> um yeah, I think Lester Lester Freeman I don't know, I feel everything other combo I'm thinking of like McNulty and one of the other officers. Well, That'd probably be it. The last one I have that uh, Sam, I know you'll appreciate, is uh, Agent Cooper and Sheriff Truman from Twin Peaks. Yes, yes, totally. Like they oh, they yeah. have great chemistry throughout the whole show, and uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I mean, say... they they are kind of the the two central characters, but like, just I would I would I would watch more of them. I would also say um, Dale Cooper and Gordon. As well would be a good duo. Really? Really? It would be it would be kind of it would be kind of insufferable with like the hearing shit, but it would be a fun duo to watch. I feel I mean they would be fun. I feel like David Lynch like acting I can handle in small doses, but not through like a whole season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably probably not. But I do like I do like them a lot. Okay, yeah. any, any last any last ones thrown? I I have one obvious one. For me, Tony Soprano and Christopher Moltisanti. Okay. Yes, that's a huge one. I agree that, with that. That's the one from Sopranos. I feel a lot of those kind of you get into like Polly and Silvio and like AJ, and I don't think I could watch any of those characters for ten hours of getting old. But I think this, this and like Tony Carmela are the two dynamics. Oh, and Doctor Melfi. Like those are the dynamics in the show mm-hmm. that I yeah. think were the best. There's just so many interesting layers to them so those are my definitely favorites. right on yeah right. i agree with that yeah i, didn't, yeah, I, 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 I was thought about this i thought about the sopranos and i didn't feel like there was like one like duo that really like i mean yeah, i think you have the right answer but uh yeah i was having a hard time thinking of like a definitive duo for the sopranos just because it's like it, it covers such a range of characters but i think that's the right one like I, it's and there's a lot of shows like that like i can't think of one really for game of thrones or like lost dude samwell tarley and gilly let's go give me a whole season of them no, I'm <laughs> no what no chance yeah no, no. i feel I'm like they to have to be like, like like they have to be allies you know it has to be like the true detective kind of setup where it's like you're watching like two guys do a thing or two characters I guess, yeah, do a thing i'm for so season. soured on that show now that there's like no two characters i think i could watch for 10 hours because 
I'm not satisfied with how most of them ended. I think if it was earlier, probably Tyrion and someone. Tyrion and Varys? I could watch like a... I don't know if I could do them exactly. for ten hours. I think Tyrion and Braun. Tyrion and Braun, I could do. I think I could Honestly, do that. Like, I could do that, or I could do Jamie and Braun. Yes, I could do. Jamie. I was gonna say Jamie and Braun for sure. I could actually do that. I mean, I don't. I'll, yeah, it's hard to an- analyze it like with just like the bad taste that I have for Game of Thrones now. But like, I think another one I would also be interested in in like a a romance season of Game of Thrones would just be John and Egret. Uh, for ten episodes, so I thought you were about to pull out John and Daenerys, and I was like, eh. "Oh fuck no, <laughs> definitely not." But okay, John, yeah. John and Egret, I could dig that for ten episodes of just like some like weird romance in the in the setting of Westeros, even though they kind of did that, but not like a full ten hours With, in like one season where they had like eight minutes screen time together. But yes, I'm not mad about the show. I've I am mad about the you show. Are mad. I, try not to, I try not to think about we'll, it. We'll save, we'll save our anger for that for the House yeah. of the Dragon. We've got plenty more of that to go. I know, yeah. yeah. All right, let's call it there for, for the episode. Thanks, guys. Okay, great. Cool.